Former President Trump has been charged for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election result. Fitch has lowered the credit rating of the United States. What impact did this have? Information on these stories and more coming up on today's episode of BBP News. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. We are here. It is Friday, uh, August 4th, 2023. I can't believe it's already August. I couldn't get the date out there for a second because I just can't believe it's August. I really can't. The fact that we are already like more than halfway through the summer at this point is just insane to me. We're more than, you know, we're obviously more than halfway through the year already, but it's just crazy. We're almost two-thirds of the way through the year. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. But anyway, we're here. It's obviously 2023, if I didn't say that already. But (laughs) we are here for another news show. Before we get into anything here, let's jump into the weather headed into this weekend. And we start off, as always, in Los Angeles, California, and today expect some clear skies with a high of 84 degrees with a clear weekend ahead. In Houston, Texas, it'll be mostly clear today with a high of 101 and mostly clear skies all the way throughout the weekend. Temperatures over 100 as well all the way through the weekend. In Chicago, Illinois, expect partly cloudy skies with a high of 84 degrees and some thunderstorms rolling on through towards the back end of the weekend. And finally, in New York City, there'll be some rain today with a high of 81 degrees, but mostly cloudy skies ahead should be a little less rain throughout the rest of the weekend. Now, once again, I don't really have much to talk about at the top here. I just, you know, I just don't. Unfortunately, I have to say, unfortunately, one thing I can say is that the United States, if you didn't see the Eye on the Ball show on Tuesday, they did make it through to the knockout stages of the Women's World Cup. So congrats to them. That is amazing. We have some other like first-time contenders in the knockout stages of the World Cup there, Jamaica being one of them. I believe Morocco was at least attempting to get through. I don't actually know if they did off the top of my head. I'd have to look again. But there have definitely been some interesting results in this Women's World Cup. So I just wanted to touch on that real quick because the knockout stages do start tomorrow. And if you follow me on Twitter... It is very likely that I will have some game predictions over there as I didn't make any on Eye on the Ball this week. I just wasn't quite ready to make those predictions. We still didn't know all the teams that were going through at the time. And so I decided to wait on it. But if you follow me over on Twitter, link in the show notes as always, or I guess X, I'm still getting used to calling it X now with the name change, uh, you will be able to see some score predictions and what I'm looking at, what I'm thinking about uh, when it comes to these first and knockout stage games starting again tomorrow. So I just wanted to touch on that real quick and kind of promote that real quick, but we have news to get into today, so let's jump right into it. And we talked about the charges added against former President Trump in the Mar-a-Lago case last week. However, We have even more charges to talk about now. 
And these new charges surround the former president's efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election in his favor. The indictment was submitted in a D.C. district court with special counsel Jack Smith leading the case. But what are these charges? What is he actually being charged with in this whole situation? Well, there are four counts in total, those being two counts of conspiracy and two counts of obstruction. And like I said before, these charges stem from the efforts made by the former president to overturn the final result in the 2020 presidential election, where he lost out to, of course, President Biden. And we know all about these efforts from the hearings that took place back in the summer of 2022 from the House Select Committee created to investigate this matter. And these efforts included claims of voter fraud in states like Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and more. More specifically, it involved claims of 10,000 dead voters in Georgia, a suspicious vote dumping in Detroit, Michigan, 205,000 more votes than voters in Pennsylvania, etc. All of these claims were laid out in the new 45-page indictment. And each of these claims were investigated and declared inaccurate even by the former president's own acting attorney general at the time. And there were also many claims of issues with the voting machines all across the country, including Dominion voting systems, some of these turning into long-lasting lawsuits. But not only did the indictment come out this week, but the former president was also arraigned this week, that taking place Thursday afternoon at the E. Barrett Prettyman Courthouse in Washington, D.C. Former President Trump surrendered himself to authorities Thursday afternoon, and the arraignment started at 4.15 p.m. The hearing lasted less than half an hour, and Trump pleaded not guilty to all counts as expected. The case has now been handed to Judge Tanya Chudkin, who was appointed by then-President Barack Obama, and the next court date for this case will be August 28th. If you want to read the full 45-page indictment for this case, it will be linked in the show notes. Two U.S. naval sailors have been arrested for sharing very sensitive information. 22-year-old sailor Jin Chao Wei... A sailor on the USS Essex was arrested Wednesday for sending secrets about the ship and its crew to an intelligence officer in China. According to reports, Wei is facing an espionage charge for sending national defense information to a foreign government, a charge that is not used very often at all. And this information included pictures of technical and mechanical manuals of the ship, along with the number and training of Marines in an upcoming exercise. Throughout the duration of this relationship, Wei was told by the officer to never disclose the relationship to anyone, to give him information that otherwise wouldn't have been public, and to destroy evidence along the way to cover their tracks. Wei was not the only one to be arrested for such acts, though, as Wenhang Zhao has also been accused of passing information to a Chinese intelligence officer in exchange for bribes. The relationship between Zhao and this officer was said to last from August of 2021 to May of this year, 
And officials state that Zhao handed over information relating to an upcoming military exercise in the Indo-Pacific region, as well as videos secretly recorded by Zhao of daily activities that, again, otherwise wouldn't have been public. And one thing that is still unknown about this case is whether the same officer was collecting the information from both Wei and Zhao. For the time being, though, the two sailors are being charged separately. Whether that will change somewhere down the line is, of course, unknown at this time. Well, the U.S. credit rating has seen a massive blow this week. Fitch, one of the three major credit rating agencies, has lowered the U.S.'s credit rating from its highest score of AAA to AA+. The reason for this drop the debt ceiling battle that took place earlier this year, and the worries that the burden will only get worse from here on out. This had actually started back in May when Fitch put the United States on the negative watch list during the heat of the debt ceiling debate. And at the end of the day, the debt ceiling bill was signed by President Biden, though just three days away from the suspected default deadline. That, however, was not enough for Fitch, who is concerned over the continued political standoffs when it comes to the debt ceiling, as well as the possibility of a sliding economy in the near future, noting the possibility of a recession before the year is out. At the time of the downgrade, Fitch said, quote, The repeated debt limit political standoffs and last-minute resolutions has eroded confidence in fiscal management, end quote. The White House, on the other hand, has a completely different view on the matter, with White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre saying, quote, It defies reality to downgrade the United States at a moment when President Biden has delivered the strongest recovery of any major economy in the world, end quote. This is not the first time that one of the major credit rating agencies has downgraded the rating of the United States. The S&P did just that back in 2011, following a political standoff over the debt ceiling where default was missed narrowly. And the U.S. still has never made it back to the AAA status with S&P. We still remain at AA+. Meanwhile, we still remain at AAA status with the third major credit rating agency, that being Moody's. And yes, this downgrade did have an impact within the stock market. The next day, the Dow Jones fell about 0.98%, while the S&P 500 dropped 1.38%, and the Nasdaq had its worst slide since February of this year, coming down 2.17%. Now, getting into rapid news, Paul Rubens, the actor best known for his character as Pee Wee Herman, died on Monday. He was 70 years old and had been battling cancer for several years. And New Jersey Lieutenant Governor Sheila Oliver died Tuesday. She was 71 years old. The cause of her death has not yet been disclosed. Now, getting into good news and a situation that could have turned out to be much worse had a very happy ending. So what happened was a young man was going door to door in his neighborhood asking whether anyone in the area needed some yard work done, whether that was cutting grass, whether that was weeds being pulled, hedges being trimmed, whatever. He wanted to do some yard work for the people in his area so that he could save up money to get a PlayStation 5. Well, 
One of the neighbors in the area had a bad reaction to this and ended up calling the police on this young man asking for him to be removed from the area. Well, police arrived rather quickly and were able to make contact with the young man again very quickly. And Officer Colleron noted that the man was very polite. You know, he was very polite, very respectful, didn't have an attitude or anything, was very honest and just, you know, broke down the situation. He wanted to do yard work so that he could save up the money for the PlayStation. And this kind of touched Colleron's heart. A gamer himself, he went back to the precinct and talked with the other officers in the precinct and his friends over there at the precinct. And they pitched in together to buy this young man a PlayStation 5. And not only did they get him the PlayStation 5, but they got him a gift card for the membership so that he could start playing immediately. And they surprised him with it. Colleron drove out and showed him the PlayStation. It was right there in his trunk. Let him open the trunk and see what was inside. And it was just an incredible moment. There was even a little video posted to the Facebook page of that precinct. It was a nice little moment for everyone involved. And the two actually exchanged information so that they could game together on the PlayStation network, play together online. So just an amazing story. Again, Something that could have turned sour, something that could have turned into a bad story, and one of those, you know, negative stories that you hear, turned into a very positive one, a very, rather just heart-touching story. It brightens the day for sure, and it definitely brightened the day of this young man, no doubt about that. And I just, I enjoy this story, I really do, and I hope you guys did as well. But we will not be gone long, especially when it comes to good news. We will be back here tomorrow morning for an episode of Good News Saturday. Yes, we'll be here with the August edition of Good News Saturday, so don't miss out on that. You can also join us on Clubhouse this afternoon for the live streaming of this episode, but also there will be more news stories over there in that live room, so don't miss out on that. And then we will be back on Sunday as well for an episode of What to Expect This Week. But either way, we won't be gone long. Make sure to join us if you can. Until then, though, you guys have a great start to your weekend. Bye.